Hi there, and welcome to the Homeschool Sisters podcast. I'm Kate. And I'm Kara, and we're two homeschooling moms doing this homeschooling thing right beside you. We don't have it all figured out, but one thing we know for sure is that homeschooling is a lot easier when you have a sister by your side. Hey, Kate. Hey, Kara. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? It's episode 50. Can you believe it? I can't. episodes. Remember when we were just getting started out? And we had no idea what we were doing. We had no clue. None at all. And and now we know exactly what we're doing. We are so super professional. (laughs) (laughs) We've learned a lot. We've learned on the job. (laughs) Learning on the fly, flying by the seat of our pants. Yeah. But, you know, you figure it out when you need to. So that's what we've done. Speaking of which... We each have some unique and tricky situations going on right now, mm-hmm. um, and we're trying to figure out our way to kind of homeschool through that, so we thought it would be the perfect time to do an episode about homeschooling during tricky times, we're calling it. <laughs> <laughs> and tricky could be any number of different things. <laughs> it could. We'll talk about what we each have going on, but it could be... After you've just had a new baby, or if you're dealing with a job change, or all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So uh, we will share what we have going on in just a minute, but first we have to take a quick break for a sponsor. So today's episode is sponsored by Audible, and we both really love Audible. <laughs> we are obsessed with Audible. What are you guys listening to right now? Right now, we are listening to two different, um, very different books, actually. We're revisiting the Ramona Quimby series because it's so lighthearted and fun, and it's just a family favorite, and we can all enjoy it equally, and we love her adventures. And we needed, um, we were having some trouble with reentry into the school year after a very fun September. We're starting later than we wanted to, and Ramona's helping us just kind of have fun together when we're not you know, muddling through some other stuff, but, um, we're listening to that. And we're also listening to Grimm's, the complete Grimm's fairy tales, which is kind of the opposite and kind of very dark, but we're in a fairy tale folk tale phase right now. And it's been really fun to listen to these stories with the kids. What are you listening to? We're listening to something a little bit dark, too. We're listening to Peter Nimble and His Fantastic Eyes by Jonathan Oxier. And my daughter wanted something a little spooky. Um, and what I love is this week, she we were working on something, and she said, we need a new audiobook. And you're able to go on in, like, three clicks. You have a brand new audiobook downloaded and ready to go. So, um, so we're enjoying that. And then in the car, the three of us are listening to a book that is intended for adults. So parents will want to make sure that they preview it because there's some language and some other things in there. Um, but it's called assassination vacation by Sarah Vowell. And, um, my husband and I listened to it several years ago and I remembered it being really good history, but also funny. And so we're all really enjoying it. That's great. And sisters can check out Audible for free. They go to audibletrial.com slash sisters. They will get 30 days free plus a credit for an audiobook. So they can check it out, see if it's a good fit for their family. That's a great deal. That is a good deal. So again, that's audibletrial.com slash sisters. Okay. So we both have some fun and exciting things happening. But it also has changed things up a little bit for us. And 
I don't know about you. I feel a little overwhelmed. You feel a little overwhelmed? <laughs> just a tad. <laughs> just a tad. Yeah. So you guys. Just a little smidge. You got a new puppy. We did. And puppies and are a lot of work. Puppies are a lot of work. A lot of work and a lot of interruption. And it's hard to navigate how to do math when someone's stealing the pencils <laughs> and needing to go out and being cute and barking. Yeah. All of those things. Yes, it's a it's like a happy distraction. It is a happy distraction. And you guys have a super happy distraction. Yeah. We're moving into a new house. Which it's a is, big deal. Which is great, except that it's awful. No, wait, that's not what I meant to say. Um, <laughs> but it's so true because moving is on that list of the top 10 most stressful life events. Like it's right. published all the time. It's a major life stressor, it, even if yeah. it's what you want. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's it's really exciting and we're really happy, but there's like so many hoops that you have to jump through. And that doesn't even include the whole packing everything that's in your one house and taking it to a different house and the million tiny decisions that you have to make about, do I keep this? Do I pack this? Do I donate this? Do I, you know, and that kind of thing. So yeah, it just feels like a lot. And it is a lot. There's <laughs> definitely other times in homeschooling where things just feel like a lot. So today we thought we would share some tips for when you are dealing with a tricky time and you need to just kind of keep going, even though what you would like to do is hide under the sheets and eat chocolate, right? <laughs> <laughs> or run. <laughs> Screaming from the house. Run screaming from the house. Is, is, that, is that just me? Is that what you do? Do you like to run? I, I hide. Oh, sometimes I like, I do a little bit of both, but there are yeah. moments where I'm like, I just, I just want to go. No, you're right. I do run sometimes. I'm like, I have to go to Target. <laughs> just everybody shush. We need cat food. I have to go. And yeah. And everybody's like, where is she going? We need cat food. We have cat food. What's going on? Where is she going? And I come back and I just have Starbucks and like the tiniest little Target bag that's full of like one can of cat food. Like, and you look slightly more relaxed, <laughs> ever so slightly. Yes, yeah. Which you know that is that's one tip I would say. Okay, so I I know, I know that going to Starbucks and getting an iced tea at least when the weather's cooler. I don't know about now. It's getting or I mean weather's hotter now that the weather's getting cooler. I have to mix it up. Oh, I like their almond milk hot chocolates. So that's what I'll probably get. Ooh. But I know that like going and doing that can help me reset a little bit. So that's one of my tips is things that can help you reset when you get like way up here. And I know people can't see that, but I'm like holding my hand <laughs> way above my head. I can't see it either. You're right <laughs> off the Skype. <laughs> when everything feels so big. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. When everything feels like, ah, and I just want to. Yeah. So going and get going to Starbucks um, is an expensive reset, but it's not like, you know, a new car. In the grand scheme of things, <laughs> there are far more expensive things you could be doing to reset. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Do you have something like that that kind of like, you know, will make you feel better? Kenny Chesney. Yeah. <laughs> We pulled into soccer the other night and I had to turn the music down and my son got out of the car and he's like, wow, everything's so quiet out here. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, oh, (laughs) might've been listening to the music a little bit too loud just then, but it, I I don't know, music, um, hiking, 
And it doesn't even have to be a vigorous hike. It could just be a walk in the woods at a leisurely pace. If I get outside and get some sunshine, that's one of those things that I need to do when I'm feeling stressed or else I'm just going to be terrible to be around. You know, and that's the thing too. We've both been talking about this the last week or so that we're already going through tricky stuff and then the weather is not cooperating. Oh my gosh. I'm having so much trouble this year with the weather. I have trouble every year, but this year is much worse. I don't know if it's age or hormones or what. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. But when there's a lot of rainy, gloomy days in a row, I do feel like my anxiety level kind of going up, 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 up. And, you know, even that can be a tricky time. If you have a whole week, especially if you have little kids, mm-hmm. and if you have a whole week where the weather is just rotten, that can, that can feel like a tricky time to get through homeschooling. And we don't maybe realize it until after the fact and like, you know, when the sun comes out and it's like, wow, last week was so hard. Why was last week so hard? Well, because... Our brains were screaming, give me sunshine. (laughs) Exactly. I was so crabby for probably close to two weeks. And then we had this random 80 degree Wednesday and I was so happy. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, gee, I wonder what the correlation is here. Yeah. Yeah. Sunshine outside versus rain. Like then that cold, damp rain too. I don't know where everyone is, where they're listening, but it just, the chill stays in you. That's the worst. Yeah, that's that's the worst. Um, But the last week we had the same thing, but then the 80 degree day was like so muggy because of all the cold damp rain that I'm like, I can't even enjoy this day. And I know there were a gazillion mosquitoes. We were just eating alive. I was like running around in in a tank top like, is everyone else hot? I'm hot. Is everyone else hot? Well, the last thing you need when you're moving is for it to be hot because it's not good packing and carrying and lugging and all yeah. of that weather. Yeah. No, definitely. Um, so do you have like, have you figured out a school plan for when things get tricky? Do you, well, you guys have always had, you talk about your must-dos. So do you just like stick with must-dos when? So I just had someone actually this morning comment on my Instagram about how we can play games and sometimes really... I prioritize the game or the hike over the books and it's because it helps our relationship. And then when our relationship is better, then we learn more. So even if we're just like at the supermarket, there'll be more learning happening. If that makes sense, than if I'm, you know, being the slave driver over the books. So our must use are a little bit of math, a little bit of language arts and piano. Yeah. I like, I like that though, because I think you're absolutely right. And then when you're stressed out, our kids are like little sponges sometimes and then they get stressed. And then, so they're acting out in ways that they wouldn't normally act out and you don't have as much patience as you normally would because you're stressed (laughs) out. And then, so it's like the perfect storm of just, Mm -hmm. if you're trying to like, you're trying to teach your kids a new concept and they're just like, ah. And it's like, it's one of those brain science things where they're not going to learn if they're stressed out and Mm -hmm. crying anyway. So what's the point of trying to like cram information into their heads? But sometimes it can get hard because we want to be like, 
I just need one thing to stay the same. I just need to have control of this like one thing in my life. Mm -hmm. So just sit down and do your math, you know, and that. And you don't want the homeschool to feel like it's falling apart too. And that you're failing that area when there's other areas that are tricky. So I think we put all this pressure on ourselves, but the, the positive thing is that when you're homeschooling, you know, I always try to shift it and I don't always tell myself this, but this is what I'd like to always tell myself when it's a hard time. If we were in public school and my kids were emotionally checked out because of X, Y, Z, they would just miss that curriculum. But if it happens at home, we're so in tune with that, that we can just pause. And then when things kind of settle, you can go back and there's no, I mean, there's going to be natural gaps, but there's, it's not the same. That is such a good point. And that, that helps like my shoulders leave my ears, you know, to hear that like, oh yeah, that's such a good point because they would just be missing that. And then this way we can kind of account for that and plan for that and then handle it a different way later. Oh, that's, that's good stuff, sister. (laughs) (laughs) Now if only I could remember it in the moment, (laughs) because in the moment I'm like, just do the math, just get it done. I know, I know it's, it's hard. And so, I mean, thank goodness for Voxer because we can like mm-hmm. send each other messages back and forth. Like, oh my you goodness. know, you're doing okay. They're going to be all right. I know. <laughs> so my big thing has been just math because we've known, we found the house like right at the beginning of the school year. And we're like, oh no, now we're moving right at the beginning of the school year. That wasn't what we meant to do. That was not the plan, but So my big thing has just been math, just every day doing math and whatever else gets done is great, but just trying to check that math box every single day because my kids are bigger, so they're helping with moving, which is really great. And they're also older, which means that they do stuff on their own. Um, and they're reading a lot and we're listening to audiobooks and things like that. So they, I mean, they're doing other things on their own. Um, but yeah, my main priority has just been like every single day, math, math, math. My kids are tired of me chasing them around saying math, but <laughs> you know, cause that's the other thing is like the beginning of the school year in itself is tricky because we're trying to get back into on these a routine. routines and then you throw something else in and it's like, Ah, but <laughs> I know it's hard. It's really tricky. Yeah. And speaking of books, like that was another thing I was going to say is that I realize, I mean, I realize this every time I go to the library, there is this piece that comes over my house when my kids have a bag of books <laughs> from the library. So upping our library trips. And then I've been having my own little bag of just picture books that we read in the morning. Um, and by doing that, I can kind of, you know, cover a little bit of science, cover a little bit of history, do a biography and tweak it that way. And then I feel like we're doing more when we're actually pretty light. Right. Yeah. And they're reading naturally more because they've got all these new books. (laughs) That's the thing though. If you can just keep your kids reading, it covers, it can cover a lot of ground. You know, um, my son just got this it's, I don't know if you'd call it an encyclopedia, but it's like, oh, we'll have to link to it. It's like famous battles. And so he's been going through that on his own. Is that, is that the DK one? I think so. Oh, we just yeah. got that too. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. I'll send you um, a link to put in the show notes, but it's, um, you know, so he's been going through that on his own and, you know, like bigger books like that are really helpful. And I made sure that at the beginning of the year, I bought them each like just a couple of books to read. So they've been, you know, 
reading those. Um, but you know, I'm not reading as much as I normally do. And, you know, we're all kind of, it's a season. It's just what this season is. And I think like when we're going through something tricky, if we can remind ourselves of that, like as often as possible, that this is not the new normal, that's a whole different thing. You know, I mean, if something has changed significantly and that's your new normal, that's different, but this is a season, you know, your puppy's going to grow. We're eventually going to put all of our stuff in our new house. I hope (laughs) we have till November 11th. And then after that, it's just not up to us anymore. September routine. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And I mean, maybe in December. (laughs) Right. Yeah. We'll settle in, you know, just in time for everything to change again. (laughs) Just in time for it to be. Yeah. And then Merry Christmas. Let's just fix everything up again. This episode is sponsored by Lola, and Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic feminine care products. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products, so most of them don't. And it's interesting to think about because we think about what food we put in our body and what beauty products we use, but there's this whole other realm. (laughs) Right. That's just uncontrolled. Mm-hmm. Lola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes. I love that. And I love that it comes right to your door and your subscription is fully customizable. So you can choose whatever kind of products you need, whatever kind of absorbency you need and how often it gets delivered. And you can change or skip or cancel whenever it works for you. Lola was nice enough to send us each some products to try out and it's, I love it. It's just so convenient and you get to customize exactly what you need because, you know, we're all a little different. And I like that it comes directly to your door. There's no awkwardness. You don't need to send your husband out, you know, to grab something for you. It's delivered easy peasy. Yeah. Or you don't have to go out when you're not feeling your best. So exactly. (laughs) Cause we know how that goes. And do you know what's extra amazing is that for every purchase made, Lola will donate feminine care products to homeless shelters across the United States. Okay. That's my very, very favorite part. Me too. Me too. (laughs) That's what did it right there. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) So for 40% off of all subscriptions, listeners can visit mylola.com and enter the code homeschool when they subscribe. So that's 40% off mylola.com and enter the promo code homeschool. But, you know, the other hard thing is that, like, life doesn't stop just because you have something going on. And everybody's going through something, you know? Everybody's mm-hmm. got something that they're, that they're dealing with. But, um, like, my son needed new contacts. And I called to get him new contacts. And they're like, well, he has to come in for an appointment. And I'm like, can you just wait until we move, you know? And I will say, they were very accommodating. They gave him, a like, a extra pair of contacts to get us through. Oh, that's nice. So we could even just get him to an appointment. But so, I mean, sometimes if you tell people like, listen, it's a really busy time, you know, people will be understanding if they can, I think. But, you know, you still have orthodontist appointments. You still have, you know, eye doctor. You still have things happen. My daughter needed to get stitches in the middle of everything. I mean. Oh my gosh, I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, stuff stuff just keeps going and it would be really great if we could all realize at any given moment that everybody has something going on, but we don't. Right. You know, and 
if we could give each other like that, you know, kindness of, I bet they have something happening in their life too. Um, so sometimes we have to actually like tell people or ask for help, you know? And then once they know, they're like, oh, okay. Well, you know. That can be so freeing to just admit that you're having a hard time and that you need some help. Yeah. That alone, because people want to help you. Right. Well, I told you guys, like I had signed up. We, we don't have a homeschool co-op, but we have a group that we've been meeting with. And I initially said that I was going to teach something starting right at the beginning of September. And then we bought this house and I was like, there's just no way. And I, I told like, we have a Voxer group that we're in and I mm-hmm. told everybody and you know, everybody in the group was like, just tell them, you know, just tell them that this is what's going on and you can't. And they were really understanding. And I realized, okay, these are my people, you know, because last week when I had to cancel something at the last minute, because (laughs) we went to that homeschool group and the kids played outside and my daughter got into some plant that made her like itch all over. (laughs) So we had to run home and get her allergy medicine and we had to like get her in the shower and everything. And so I called to cancel something at the last minute and the people were like, you know, so there are going to be... There are going to be those people too um, that don't get it and they just don't care. And um, that is going to happen. You know, not everybody's going to understand that you're going through a busy time and you just can't. Yeah. So. You can't do all things and life is not as pretty as everyone's Instagram feed leads us to believe. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, the other thing that doesn't stop is food. Are you guys? Oh my gosh. Thank thank God for the crock pot is all I have to say. (laughs) Yeah. Have you started doing your soup on the sidelines again? I, I have a little bit, not as much as last year. We have a, um, I had one kid quit soccer this year (laughs) after we had already started and that was a whole other thing, but I was actually silently grateful that, that, that lightened that load. So we're not, we're on the field quite a bit, but not as much as last fall, but I still do do the soup. We'll have to link to that to make sure that people can see it. Cause you had all kinds of good ideas in there that you shared about making things easier and crackpot stuff is nice. Or one pot. Mm-hmm. Frozen things. Mm-hmm. Frozen things. <laughs> Chicken nuggets. Frozen being your things. your best friend. Yeah. You know what I did was we went to Trader Joe's. We don't have one close, but it was worth it. And we seriously like decimated the freezer section. We were already there on a Sunday night. And I think that most people like probably do their shoppings on the shoppings. They're shopping on the weekends. So there were, it was already like a lot of stuff cleared out, but we were like, we'll take three of these. We'll take two of these. We'll take what's left of these. And yeah. And, um, generally everybody's liked everything that we got. We had these steak and stout pies last night. Didn't go over real well. But other than that. <laughs> like a meat pie? Yeah. Yeah. Because I was going to say, there's a farm in our town and they make these frozen chicken pot pies that my kids love. And I don't eat gluten, so I can't enjoy them, but it makes my kids so happy and it's so easy that I'll just sometimes just throw one in the bag and it just makes, it spreads joy. <laughs> And right. I'll have leftover soup or something. Yeah. No, it, it, that's, you know, having something that you know that everybody likes too mm-hmm. is because the, it, there's the actual preparation of the food and then there's the mental preparation of the food. Like 
there was a day last week when we had to run out late in the afternoon and we had to go get something at Target. And I, I looked at the frozen pizzas and I thought to myself, I should buy a frozen pizza because everyone will like it. But instead I came home and I was like, no, we need a good nutritious meal. And so I cooked Indian food and our entire house smelled like Indian food for an hour because it has a very strong aroma and it was in the whole house, but nobody noticed until they all came into the kitchen and they were like, we're having Indian food. And I'm like, why did I not just buy that pizza? Oh. And your advice was always buy the pizza. Yeah. That was on Boxer. <laughs> I have two dairy free kids. So I'm always <laughs> jealous of the people who can just buy the pizza because I love pizza. Pizza is a beautiful thing. It really is. And it's so easy and it spreads joy. But I have these two that just can't have it. So we have to do, I mean, we can still have it. We make our own pizza, but that's a little, it's not as easy as just shoving it in the oven. No. Or calling. No. <laughs> Picking up the phone and calling for the pizza. Oh, right. Oh my. Wasn't that's... that the day I got my kids the meatball subs? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's the happiest thing when you can just call and be like, they're just going to bring me food. It's so wonderful. We were, we were with friends and we had had such a rough week and we were with friends and we had a blast and we were out hiking. I mean, basically we were just throwing rocks in a stream. So it was not a lot of exercise, but all of a sudden my kids started melting down and telling me they were hungry. And I was thinking it's just cause we've had bad moods. And then I looked at my phone, it was two o'clock. <laughs> I was like, Oh, well, this might explain why everyone is suddenly very crabby. So I just got the meatball sub and it spread joy. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't the healthiest option, but it made them happy. Yeah. Well, but that's the thing. Like you just, you need to do what works when you're in an extra busy or an extra stressful like season, you just, you need to just embrace what works and kind of lower your standards. Yes. <laughs> you know, my Absolutely. whole thing where I was like, my family really needs a home cooked meal and they need vegetables. And like, they would have loved a flipping pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, this reminds me, um, at one of the great homeschool conventions that I went to last year, there was an amazing panel and it was Colleen Kessler and Sarah McKenzie and Pam Barnhill. And basically, oh, what a trio. yeah. And the moms just came in and would just ask them questions. And one of the questions was like, how do you get dinner on the table every night with everything else that's going on? And so I think if I'm remembering correctly, Sarah was kind of like, um, Colleen and Colleen was like, um, Pam and Pam was like, <laughs> Papa John's has a rewards program. (laughs) (laughs) And it was just awesome because it's like, yeah, I mean, if you can take a shortcut that will save your sanity, take that shortcut. I never do until somebody tells me, until I cry to you on Voxer and then you're like, buy the pizza woman, but... (laughs) It's hard. We're way harder hard. on ourselves. We're so much harder. Yeah. Or like if you want to cook one cook home cooked meal. So I've been trying to get one <laughs> during the week right now, like reasonably, like double it. If you're already doing the work, double it or triple it even, and they'll get over it. Freeze some of it for later. You'll be happy. You know? That's so smart. (laughs) You can be a little lazy sometimes in certain seasons. I made shepherd's pie this week and everybody loved it, but they had it three times. (laughs) It is what it is. Yeah. That, yeah. There's certain recipes though that they get better. 
like certain soups or lasagna, like things Mm -hmm. that get better the next day. Even though the idea of trying to make two lasagnas right now, like that might actually kill me. Well, they sell frozen lasagna. There you Isn't go. Stouffer's, right? That's Yet what... another thing my kids can't have, but yeah, <laughs> all these dairy, like hearty dairy meals, like baked mac and cheese. Right. That's kind of what you want during a hard season, or I do. I'm just throwing out my own cravings here. Yeah. Well, I remember like um, when my grandpa passed away, my mom looking at me and was like, where's all the flipping comfort food? You know, because... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what you want. You want comfort food. Mm-hmm. You want something that's like going to just fill up that sadness. <laughs> fill up the sadness with cheese. <laughs> cheese, I mean, come on. Cheese can cure a lot of things, unless you're... Sure can. Yeah, but it's harder. I mean, it's hard because if you have kids that are... So, like, any Well, that's shortcut. what rotis- you can go get a rotisserie chicken. Those are always there. That's what we do a lot. A rotisserie chicken. Get two rotisserie chickens and throw some in the crock pot and make a soup. Okay. You're giving me so many ideas. I'm doing that. Okay. I'm writing that <laughs> Which down. Which is funny rotisserie because I chicken. am not Martha Stewart at all. My kids would be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Give her a recipe. <laughs> you know what though? That's the thing that like I think a lot of us need too is we need like those easy right. recipes, but... We don't, the ones that we've been making forever, our families are like, oh, and then um, Colleen Kessler shared on her Instagram an instant pot recipe that is like the easiest thing in the world. It's basically like you brown a pound of ground beef and then you add an entire box of pasta. Oh, you could do this one. This isn't dairy, even though it's better topped with cheese because what isn't? Isn't. A whole box of pasta and then a jar of pasta sauce. And then you fill the jar of pasta sauce with water and dump that in. And then I can't remember all the stuff, but we can link like, or not link to it, but I can find out and we can like put the recipe in the show notes because it's so simple, but it's like one of those like manual pressure. I can't remember what Mm -hmm. you set it at or whatever. And it's done and it's easy and there's so much of it. It's ridiculous. So you could definitely do like dinner and then have some lunch the next day or that's what I love because then you're eating something somewhat healthy for lunch and you don't have to worry I just I love leftovers I used to complain about them as a kid but I just love leftovers that's one of the things I'm most excited about with our new house is that we have a microwave we haven't had a microwave in this house so it's been six years without a microwave and I'm like I'm gonna microwave so many leftovers you guys it's gonna be amazing (laughs) because it's harder to heat leftovers like in the stove or on the stove top I'm going to, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's going to be like a straight we, week. We call that the shiny box because when we first got the puppy, she was afraid of it. Ours is under our Island. It's kind of like a quirky spot. And so she's now since learned that it, it permeates this, like, it's just delicious. So she's always licking, <laughs> like as the microwave's going, she's licking the outside of the shiny box. Like, please get into my mouth. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Oh, so also find the humor in your situations because some of it, even when you're in a tricky time, is funny. It is. Maybe write Step it down back. and you can laugh at it later. <laughs> 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 yeah, because it is. It's funny. It's funny maybe if you can tell someone else later or it's funny if you can like... One of those moments where you know it's going to be funny later. Yeah. Like all those things that go wrong at weddings. Yeah, yeah. 
that make for good stories 20 years later. Totally. But at the time, you're kind of like, why? (laughs) Did I ever tell you that I ripped the veil off my sister's head as she was walking down the aisle? (laughs) Oops. Yeah, I I was the matron of honor. And she had this really long, beautiful veil and really beautiful dress. And I kept fluffing it throughout like the entire ceremony to make sure that it looked, you know, and, um, they were married in an Episcopalian church. And so it was just the two of us up there. So I couldn't blame anybody else because it was just matron of honor and best man that are up there with them. So it's not like I could be like, that was a bridesmaid. Nope. It was all me. And so as she was turning to walk down the aisle, apparently my foot was on her veil and she turned and walked down the aisle and her veil was ripped from her head. <laughs> it was, yeah. But she still loves you. And you know what she did? She threw her arm in the air and laughed because she was married. Oh, well, see, that's perfect. So she was like, I'm fine, but. It lasted till the most important part, and then. Yeah. You're going to kick off your shoes anyway. Yeah. I, yeah. I didn't get over it quite that quickly. I was like, I just ruined my sister's life. It, it all turned out okay. <laughs> Like you said, we laugh about it now. Well, hopefully. I should ask her. Are we laughing about this yet? Anyway, we've gotten off on a tangent. As we tend to do sometimes. (laughs) That'll happen. Okay, so was it you guys or was it somebody else? And when I say you guys, I mean like our Voxer crew uh, that told me to set a date and not do anything until after that date. Yes. Okay, yeah. So that was the other thing that's been really helpful is that... I looked at our calendar and I was like, okay, we'll be moved by this date. I'm not saying yes to anything extra until after this date. And then I moved it a week because we're going to go meet each other in person and have a trip together. (laughs) That's part of the thing that's helping me through all this like crud is just thinking that come November, I'm out of (laughs) here. Having something to look forward to. If only for a minute and I get to meet my friends in real life. I know. It's going to be so much fun. And we're going to try to do some kind of like record a podcast while we're there or something. We'll figure so, it out. Something. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of technology. We're going to, we're going to be so awesome. We're going to be those people that have like microphones in our carry-ons. <laughs> no, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> no. The TSA are going to be like, hello, hello. Can anyone hear us? <laughs> are you important? We'll be like, no, we're not. Um, <laughs> We're just we're just two very confused women podcasting in our pajama pants. Um, but no, we're going to try. And so like that's that's been good as I say, like nothing until after that date. And then, yeah, having something to look forward to, having like a bright spot is really nice when things are hard. Like even if it's just saying, you know, we're going to have a fun family night or we're going to go to all see a movie together or, you know, it doesn't have to mm-hmm. be like going to Florida to meet your friends. <laughs> Even though that Although works. That's extra awesome. Yeah. I would no, but we've been doing like that. more little field trips and I just, you know, sometimes when everyone's crabby, people are happier when they're out in public <laughs> because maybe it's something new or maybe because they have to be. <laughs> does this include mothers? <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> We're like, We've been doing lots of little trips. Yeah. I'm like, maybe we just don't go home. <laughs> <laughs> we live on the road now, children. This is our life. <laughs> 
I've had times with our dog though, where I've felt like that, where it's like, you yeah. know, uh, it might be best if we just stayed away until <laughs> let dad get home first. Let dad right. <laughs> handle whatever sort of interesting thing came out of her while we were gone. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never done that ever. <laughs> okay. So I wrote down, ask for specific help. That's because really smart. People want to help, but they don't know how. Mm-hmm. They don't know how. It's like when you have a new baby and they're like, oh, well, can I come over and hold the baby? And it's like, I can hold my baby. What right. I need is somebody to make me a casserole. <laughs> <laughs> I need some snacks. Yeah, people. <laughs> I'm super good at holding my baby. But if you want to cut me up some vegetables because I'm starving all the time. Oh, my gosh. You know? Um, Food has never tasted so good as right after a baby. Oh, I had that when I was pregnant. After my morning sickness ended, I would eat a salad and I would be like, what is in this salad? And it would be like lettuce and like <laughs> celery and Newman's dressing. Like that was it, you know? And I'm like, it's just so, it tastes so like fresh and delicious. And yeah, I don't know. That was I just remember ordering the hospital food after I had my oldest. My husband actually worked in the hospital at the time that I was eating the food at. And I thought it was the best. I had this fruit plate <laughs> and a cheese plate. And I don't remember what else, but I just remember there was a lot of food. And I was just pounding it and being like, this is the best food I've ever tasted. <laughs> and he was thinking, gross. <laughs> hospital food. One of the hospitals that we looked at um, when we were trying to decide, cause there's, there's three in our town. So we were trying to decide which one to go to has a dessert cart that comes through every day at like two o'clock in the afternoon to all the new parents. And so they bring oh in a dessert gosh. cart That's through so smart. that honestly almost won me over. And then I was like, well, I guess we should go to the one with the best medical care. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. They were all, all of them had good medical care. I'm just kidding. But, um, no, I don't know why we didn't pick that one because dessert cart. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> Every hospital should do that. Every hospital should have a dessert cart. I mean, there should just be a dessert cart that like comes through your street a couple times a week. <laughs> Ice cream truck. Oh, there's... Oh, like a taco truck. There should be a taco truck that there comes down the road be. at 4 p.m. Yes. <gasps> we need to create With this. maybe like margaritas. <laughs> we totally need to create this. We need to create um, and like franchise... Can you imagine if we had our Taco trucks <laughs> that go through neighborhoods at 4 o'clock for mothers who are like, I need a margarita and I need dinner done. And no, there's and, been... An- and while we're at it, everyone eat outside. <laughs> That's the one thing about taco night is I'm always like, once everyone's happily fed, I'm like, oh, this whole place looks like a bomb went off. Right. And then you still have to clean. Well, you guys have a puppy. Maybe the puppy cleans for you. Does that work yet? No. uh, I hope so. Our last shepherd did not like would look at a Cheerio. I just remember having little babies in that phase where they just threw everything on the floor. And there were Cheerios everywhere, and he would just like sniff them, and he'd have them stuck to his snout. But like, <laughs> like, what are you here for? Eat you Cheerios. have one job. Yeah, <laughs> just eat it. <laughs> She's not eating a ton right now, so but I'll hope that maybe she does lick the microwave. So there's hope. He didn't do that. There's always hope. <laughs> she licks the microwave. <laughs> 
Oh man. Okay, we're it gonna just make it. Me up. It's gonna be okay. <laughs> I was going to say, go to the bookstore and get hot cocoa and just buy your kid a book. And that alone cheers people up and you're out of the house and you're someplace new and you're drinking something tasty and that always cheers our moods up. And then I was going to say documentaries because I just, I've been relying very heavily on CuriosityStream this, this fall and I don't feel guilty. (laughs) No, no, because they're still learning. And mm-hmm. we've talked about Curiosity Stream before that there's like just documentaries, so it there's not all that other stuff going on that you have to worry about. Not, like nothing shiny and or or YouTube ads where you're <laughs> <laughs> two clicks away from a tush. <laughs> you're always two clicks away from a tush. That's be YouTube's tagline. <laughs> Hopefully YouTube does not listen to this podcast. They come and sue us. Oh man. It's like that op- episode of I the would office. not want to be sued by YouTube. <laughs> where, where Michael's like, how do we get YouTube to come out and film this? Yeah. Um, I don't think they listen to our podcast. I think we're probably no. okay. I think we're safe. We're in the clear. Yeah. I like that though. That idea of um, the hot chocolate in the book. Because the other thing is your connections and your relationships with your family can really suffer when you have ongoing stress. Right. So I think anything that you can do to restore that and just remind your kids, like, I love you. It's going to be okay. And, you know, talking to them and telling them, like, this isn't our new normal. Like, this is just mm-hmm. a stage of life and, you know, it's going to it's going to go back to the way it was. Or, you know, if it's not going to go back to the way it was right away, like, you know, pretty soon we're going to have a new house and that's going to be exciting. Or, you know, we're going to be able to take the dog hiking and doing things with us and then it's going to be different. And as much as you can stay positive, mm-hmm. it's good. But in order to stay positive, you need to make sure you're taking good care of yourself and you're not stretching yourself way too thin and you're not stressing yourself out. So anything you can do that is a shortcut, anything that you can do that's just a small kindness for yourself, anything that you can do that you know will make your life easier. I mean, keep that frozen pizza in the fridge or Mm -hmm. chicken nuggets or whatever it is that works for your family. And I just, I still like, I love what you said about homeschooling that it gives us this opportunity to say like, right now is not the best time. So we're just going to let that be what it is. And then we're going to mm-hmm. come back around and we're going to cover that later. And my kids will still get to learn it. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of those things are kind of made up anyway, you know, yeah. <laughs> that in <Yeah>. second grade, <laughs> you know, that in like second grade, we have to learn X or whatever, you know, right. like it's right. okay. If you don't cover that particular historical event in second grade, your kids will be fine. Yeah. I don't think like on the, you know, like ACTs, they ask you like, did you learn this in second grade? You know. What is a brontosaurus? (laughs) (laughs) And did you learn this when you were in third grade? Because otherwise it doesn't count. Right. Yeah. It's all good. All right. So 
Do you have something that's bringing you joy right now? So I was going to say the dog, but I feel like that's too obvious. So I am going to choose um, my son's preschool teacher. He's 10 now. And the teacher who he had for two years in preschool, who was amazing and understood him in a way that most people do not, still sends him letters. And we got one today. Oh, and they are so thoughtful and so interesting and they have their handwritten and they have little drawings throughout. They're amazing. And I'm just so thankful that we had that experience with her. That's amazing. Because it's just so cool to get that in the mail. Does he write back to her? Yes. Yeah. Oh. All of my kids write back to her and only one had her for a teacher, but really? it's like they all know each other now. Yeah. She's amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Very, very special human. I love that. I, that reminds me, Owen had a preschool teacher um, who used to carry like little tiny animals with her when she would go places. So when she would see like a student that she used to have, she would give them like a little like lion or horse or, you know, little something um, because they would be so excited to see her, you know, and she just yeah. wanted them to know like... That it was, yeah, I don't know, that it was just like... That I remember you. Yeah, yeah. It was really sweet, and I thought, oh, man, like, I want to do that when I'm older. I want to be a preschool teacher and then carry little animals in my purse. (laughs) (laughs) Or bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Something like something to just cheer people up when kids are having a hard time. Yeah, it's really sweet. Yeah. Really, really sweet. Oh, That's my joy. What's your joy? Okay, so... You know how when they say like when you have the least time to meditate, that's when you should do it the most? Yes. And you know, anything like that, like prayer or meditation, like it tends to kind of fall off when you're in times of stress, which is like the exact opposite of how it should be. And my friend Courtney told me about this thing and it is so cool. And I just, I'm loving it. It's called Pray As You Go. And we can put a link to it in the show notes. And it's music incorporated with like um, a little bit of scripture and it's produced by Jesuit media initiatives. And so it's written by um, like a bunch of different Jesuits, both in Britain and it says, and further afield and other experts in the spirituality of St. Ignatius of Loyola. And it's different every day. They have one for the weekends, like for Saturday and Sunday, but it's like every day it's this new thing. And it's just, it's really beautiful and it's like between 10 and 13 minutes and if you can sit down and listen to the whole thing yeah it's it's wonderful but if you can't like I realize how often I'm getting interrupted you know Mm -hmm. that like I I literally can't do 10 to 13 minutes of something but (laughs) I'm like you know what that's just kind of where I am right now but um it's short so it's, it's nice. And I just, I really, really love it. And they have an app that you can download. Courtney said the app's a little glitchy. So I've just been listening to it right through their site, which is pray hyphen as hyphen you hyphen go.org, but we'll link to it in the show notes over at the That's homeschool really sisters. Neat. Yeah. Do you know what that just made me think of is on Tuesday when I was boxing you and I was having my meltdown, I was crying my phone. <laughs> one of those push notifications from Headspace, which is the app that I use and love for meditation that said, Hey, Caitlin, we haven't seen you in a while. <laughs> I was like crying in the kitchen, like, no, you haven't. <laughs> but it made me laugh. 
laugh because I was like, well, maybe that's part of what's going on right now. Right. But that's, and Andy just knows yeah. and he decided to check in. <laughs> that's the thing is that kind of when you need that stuff, the very most is when you are in the midst of something and you're like, ah, and then, you know, it doesn't you cut occur out to all you. The things. Yeah. It doesn't occur to you. Like, stop, breathe. Like, you know, no matter what you're you know, what calms you, what your belief system is, whatever, you know, like if you can reconnect with that, it's so good, but it's really hard. Um, (laughs) and it's nice to have something like on your phone. That's just easy. You know, you don't have to pull out like all your books or, you know, even pull out like your yoga mat and your cushion and everything else. You can just like sit in a chair and be like, all right. So yeah, Mm -hmm. it's just really nice. So we will have a link to that and everything else we talked about today over at the show notes at thehomeschoolsisters.com. All right. And we'll be back again next week. Hang in there, sisters. Yep. Hang in there. It's a season. It's going to get better. And we're sending hugs out to everybody. We are. Sister hugs. Those are good ones. Those aren't like banker hugs. I don't know. Okay. Have a- <laughs> they're not creepy. <laughs> yeah, they're not creepy. We're sending oodles of non-creepy hugs. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Have a good rest of your week. You too. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out with us today. We'd love to answer your question next. So head to our site, thehomeschoolsisters.com and click on ask us a question. We share posts over there too, and you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. We'd also love it if you'd leave us a review on iTunes so we can connect with more sisters out there. And until next time, remember, you've got this sister.